Friday, October 1, the 274th day of 2021. There are 91 days left in the year. Good morning, MP. Guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook. Watch on YouTube Live on uh, Twitter Connect. And the hashtag is In the Know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Have a Cougar Sports Report for you. The odd uh, Thursday night high school football game. We'll tell you about that. And the water cooler question, your chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm feeling really accomplished. That's good. Good yes. to be accomplished. Oh, yes. Uh, you like babies. Oh. <laughs> yes. I love babies. You have uh, always observed, we've always observed, that babies, you can get them all the toys in the world, but really what they want to play with are the spatulas and the spoons and the remote controls mm-hmm. and the boxes. Mm-hmm. A new study says that household objects are as beneficial to a baby's development as toys. You can buy them all the toys that you want, but they discovered that babies display a burst of curiosity and given the choice, will spend equal time amounts of time exploring bins boxes, pillows, remote controls, cabinet doors, you know, like I some, totally agree with that. The girls would just like to you know, like crawl in those basin cabinets mm-hmm. where all the bowls were and just yep. get in there and put them on their heads and do mm-hmm. all that. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and Hernan. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm running on fumes. We're good. I have an email from CBS Sports this morning that asks the burning question, are the Bengals for real? <laughs> well, see, I completely shut off from the world, and no Bengal update crossed me. Yeah? And I got home last night a little after 11 o'clock and sat there and watched the game, so I was up till about 2 a.m. You were able to avoid the spoiler is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I had a mini spoiler because my, my DVR decided that, I guess it decided that they thought that I wanted to start watching the game with a minute left in the first quarter. Mm. I, so and yeah. I saw that the Jaguars were up seven to nothing. But that's the only spoiler I had, and I got to see a happy night. I hate watching football when I know the scores. See, like when and, I know what's gonna happen, it just ugh. I tried. I told my crew, I said, listen, please, no <laughs> updates. I, I, I wanna I wanna try and watch it blind. And I guess I told them if if it was gonna be bad, they'd let me know so that I didn't disappoint myself. Mm-hmm. But uh it was good. So I guess you had a conflicted evening. We'll talk more about mm-hmm. the conflicted part of it uh, later on in the in the show today. But I really feel like we need to get as immediately as we can get down to the hardest hitting news of the day. 
And that's the troubling news that bacon prices are the highest they've been in four decades. <laughs> oh, dear. So, Not, good. <laughs> this is, Not good. Listen, I've lived through a pandemic. Um we got to draw the line somewhere, don't Listen, we? This is this is it. <laughs> I'll pay high prices for gas. <laughs> this, <but laughs> is, this is where I refuse to Bacon? go on. Uh, yeah, reports are that the price of the breakfast staple is the highest it's been in four decades when adjusted for inflation with the average cost rising close to 30% over the last year, according to the Consumer Price Index. comes down to the supply chain and, like other industries, porks uh, took a hit in the U.S. during the pandemic as well. So the supply line issues... Well, I guess, on. isn't there always vegan bacon, right? I think uh, of the no. scene from Parks and Recreation. Oh. No, there's <laughs> Oh, not. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not familiar there's with Parks and bacon. Recreation. So there's a scene where there's a character no. who goes to a store and they're handing out samples of vegan bacon. He says, I'd like one. And he just throws it immediately in the trash can. He says, can I have another? And just keeps throwing it in, in there. And the guy's like, I don't think that's how it's supposed to no, work. That's the best place for it, as far as I'm concerned. Listen, you can you can tell me I have to watch my older television. You can tell me I can't buy a new car. You can tell me that there are supply line issues on lots of things. But bacon is where I get concerned. Oh, with you, 100%. <laughs> well. A world without bacon. We could have a farm with pigs. It's troubling. Yeah, we could. Or we could just make friends with a, <laughs> with a farmer who has pigs. I actually I like, know one. I like that idea better. Uh, me too. It's going to be our last full dry day for a while. We're going to see an increase in rain chances tomorrow afternoon and especially tomorrow night into Sunday. Uh, 80% chance for Sunday. There's going to be another low pressure developing next week, keeping the rain chances intact for pretty much a daily basis. You might get out of Tuesday without a brief shower, but on the whole, from uh, Saturday afternoon and evening all the way through uh, Friday, there's going to be a chance of rain each day, again, except maybe for Tuesday where there's a, a 1 in 5 chance. Partly cloudy, 83 today. Partly cloudy, 62 tonight. Scattered storms late tomorrow night. We'll see a high of 85. Well, it could be later in the day. may not be night when the showers get here tomorrow, but uh, they will intensify in the evening hours. Uh, lucky for us, um, Joe Biden still has a job today. We've avoided the government shutdown. Oh, oh, oh I'm being told now they were not going to shut him down, even if they were shutting the government down. Congress passes a bill to avert a partial government shutdown. With only hours to spare, they pass legislation that would avoid a partial uh, pause and keep the government th funded through December 3rd. So the old proverbial kicking the can down the road. The back-to-back -back votes by the Senate and the House help avert a, uh, one crisis but delays another as the parties dig in on a dis and dispute over how to raise the government borrowing cap before the U.S. risks a potentially catastrophic default. And the Republicans are on the other side saying, you all have the ability to do this on your own. You might as well. And so this is Mitch McConnell and the people who he's leading basically trying to get the Democratic Party to, to keep digging digging the hole that, um, that you know, that they're uh, – that they're trying to do this this gross large spending and they're saying we want you all to be held responsible for the decisions you make and we're not going to a we're not going to come to your rescue in helping bail you out. So that's kind of the way that yesterday went in Washington. The uh, governor of Kentucky is pointing to a decline in coronavirus related hospitalizations. 
and he is hoping that the new month will be much better than September. September pretty much pummeled the state from a COVID-19 Delta variant um, perspective. Hospitalizations decreased based on a rolling average during the past seven days, and the number of virus patients in intensive care units is also lower. The governor says that uh, there's enough data now to support that we are in a decline, not just a plateau, but a decline. But if you've got loved ones, family members who are battling, or you've lost a loved one or will lose a loved one in the coming days, that's little consolation because we're still in the throes of um, a very trying time. 2,490 new COVID cases reported yesterday. That's not a great number, but it it's a number that's far better than the almost 5,000s a day we were seeing for a period of time in September. 53 new deaths reported. There are 1,976 Kentuckians hospitalized. That's down 10 from the previous day. 566 in ICU, 383 on ventilators. The key metric, uh, the incidence metric, did for the first time in a couple of weeks jump up, but it went from 10.05 to 10.08. I'm going to call that flat. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when you got that, uh, you got three three tenths. Um, so I, yeah, I think we're okay in that regard. The no, three one hundredths. Grayson County uh, incidence rate fell to 102 from 110. And um, which is good when what two weeks ago we were at one sixty. Yeah, can I get can I get a two digit number? You know, that, that I, would can, be can ideal. A, can I get a two digit number and can we stay in the two digit numbers? And then once we get to a two digit number, then let's set our sights on getting to a one digit number and maybe we'll be. We, I we'll prefer be fortunate. a goose egg. Yeah, it'd be nice to know we never have to talk about this again. Ex- again, except for remember back when type of thing. Mm-hmm. Not hey, remember yesterday. Uh, I also am seeing, you know, a lot of activity with the health department and others uh, doing their their booster clinics at the public library and their, and protocols on that. They've been staying extremely busy doing that, and that's good. It's good to know that uh, boosters are available and people are people are taking advantage. The people that need them, and so uh, continue to follow uh, all of our channels for guidance on who does and who doesn't, and when and where and all that. Uh, there is uh, an additional source of information. If you are interested in learning more about antibody treatments, Kentuckians can now tap into the state's COVID-19 website to help them search for healthcare facilities that provide monoclonal antibody treatment. Supplies of the therapy are limited because of high demand, but Dr. Stephen Stack said uh, yesterday that for people infected with COVID-19, the treatment can help give their immune system a boost, help reduce the likelihood of hospitalization. He said, based on available inventory, we fulfill as fully as possible every request. Now, the last two weeks, we have not been able to meet 100% of the requested doses, but we've been able to... Uh, come close. So it's that same uh, kycovid19.ky.gov, the same website you've been using since March of 2020 to find out all this information is where you can track where the monoclonal antibody treatments are most likely to be available for you. They're very they're very popular. Uh, I also saw a headline this morning about Merck. Merck, I believe it's Merck, has a new pill out. I, that, here, um, I heard something about that earlier this week or it, yesterday. It or? was so over. The trial was so overwhelmingly positive that they paused the trial midway and said, "Let's rush to the FDA because it's uh, it's a pill form, which means no IVs. No, it really reduces 
the uh, load on the healthcare system if they can give this to you in pill form. Uh, so you get a prescription and then you go home rather than having to have a bag uh, or you know additional treatment. So it's there have been there haven't been lots of there have been lots of wowing news, but there hasn't been lots of wowing good news. It, you know, Operation Warp Speed got us our vaccinations in remarkable time, et cetera. But to hear that a, that a trial was going so well, they said, we don't even need to finish the trial. We've got the answers that we need. So I would be hopeful that that's the case. Kentucky's fall forest fire season has begun, meaning it's illegal to burn near a woodland or brushland between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., the fall fire the fall fire season runs October one through December fifteen, and it is um, um, executed by the Kentucky Division of Forestry. They have issued a statement saying, under state law, no burning can take place within one hundred fifty feet of a woodland or brushland until after six p.m. Burning in the evening makes it harder for fire to escape because the winds uh, have died down. But also, no matter when you're burning needs to be attended until it is extinguished. So keep that in mind. Churchill Downs, another company <laughs> making... Know where you're going with this. Oh, I can't imagine, Sam. <laughs> Sam, seeing where I'm going to end up on this. Churchill Downs... Is they opened a casino? Opening a... It's a gaming venue, Sam. <clears throat> uh, it's a gaming good, venue good in, in, downtown, in downtown Louisville. Uh, five and a half miles from Churchill Downs, from their iconic track there on the western portions of of Louisville, they are opening a um, a. Uh, boy, I didn't want to use the c word. Can we call a spade a spade? Um, yeah, um, it's historic racing. It's historic racing machines, Sam. It's a not, slot s- machine. It's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not slot. It's not slot machines. You don't. You don't put any coins in there. You don't drop any slots in there. I mean, you you scan your debit card and you get credits in there, and then mm-hmm. you press some buttons, and mm-hmm. then there's some fancy horse race that happens inside. And then if your horse wins, I mean, you don't even know your horse's name or anything no. like that. But if it wins, and then you AKA, get AKA, there's no skill involved. You, you get, just put the chance right, into it. You get more credits back on your machine, and then when you want to cash those out, you go to the gaming venue cage where the gaming venue workers are back there and they take your chips and then they convert those into whatever type of currency and you go on your merry way. Uh, But it is not a casino. I know uh, you make some trips to Vegas sometimes. I do. Uh, Does that not sound very similar to something that you might uh, if you stopped into Caesars? Well, and so that was the question I was getting ready to ask. So there is a particular horse uh, game Mm -hmm. that... Where we stay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. right there. Yeah, sure. Would that be similar? Um, I mean, there are literally no, little no, horses running around. That actually is a horse race. Okay, you know, those casino games are actually where you have horses that looks like a Price Is Right game, yes. and they go around the track, and oh, you okay. and you can. That's actually wagering on a horse race. Okay, but so. these gaming venues with historic uh, machines. Lordy, let's don't call them slot machines or one-armed bandits yeah. or... Look, see, there's a picture of a historical horse racing machine. Tell me that doesn't look like a slot machine. It's a new entertainment facility, by the way, and it's... Um, it's a casino. It's 500 <laughs> historical racing machines, but it, this just... Here's what I would like to see. The... It is clear... We, we don't... So, let's just be honest. We have gambling... We have casino gambling that we are sanctioning through the horse industry. And I wish that they would uh, 
I've said this a long time. My biggest issue with politicians, and it's on both sides of the aisle, yeah. is hypocrisy. And this is being <laughs> hypocrites. So Caesars can't come in, or Harrah's can't come in, but we'll let the horse industry, Churchill Downs Incorporated, we'll let them decide, okay, well, you all can operate a casino, but no one else. But then, you know what, let's open it up. Okay, if Churchill has to host it, then allow them to have full reign. You know, allow Kentuckians to stop losing money to the state of Indiana. The insurance lobby has always been pretty powerful in Kentucky, and the healthcare industry has had a pretty powerful lobby in Kentucky. What I would really like to see, the look on the legislature's face, is if the horse industry decided they ever wanted to sell pharmaceutical drugs. Like, if the horse industry wanted to get, oh, they would, what do we do? Who do... Who do we kowtow to now? Are we going to kowtow to the pharmaceutical industry? Or are we going to kowtow to the horse industry? It's it shows oh, the, the horse power. In, the horse industry it wins shows out. Shows well, the power. even would, over the pharmaceutical. Oh, I bet. Uh, I bet. I mean, the horse industry is the most powerful thing winning. in the state of Kentucky. True. I mean, they if if they said that they wanted X, the legislators would find a way to make it happen. <laughs> if if they if Churchill Downs came out tomorrow and said, you know what, we want to open a sports book. <laughs> I bet it'd get passed. How powerful is the electric car battery lobby going to be? Bet if Churchill Downs put their name on it, it happened really quick. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if Churchill Downs got into the car, the electric car battery business? The Kentucky Derby's going to become electric. <laughs> Weird. But, yeah. I don't know. This just this entire thing just drives really. Me nuts. Let me ask. Let me ask Kentuckians. Listen, I'm I'm not I'm not <laughs> lobbying for casinos in Kentucky. That's not don't hear that. That's not what I'm asking for. Let's just be honest. What we're doing, like let's just we're opening casinos we're just, in the state we're of Kentucky. Just, we're just fooling ourselves, and they're they're trying to plan one for Bowling Green. I mean, Kentucky oh, Downs yeah. is operating mm-hmm. at Franklin, and they've got designs which they've been able to slow down in Bowling Green so far. But they're saying, well, if uh, we're given permission now, if this is okay, then let's go put a gaming parlor in downtown Bowling Green or on Scottsville Road or on somewhere. So let, let's be honest about what we're doing. And, and here's the thing, too, is that if you live in Louisville, you can drive, what, 20 minutes to get to the one in Indiana, in southern Indiana? It's hard to get to. It is, but Okay. <laughs> It takes you, a little bit longer. Okay, but, but still. As the crow flies, maybe. Yes, you can be there in no time. It is not far enough to where it's going to hinder if you want to go. By the way, I've not participated in any gaming at the one you're talking about. We did go to a concert there. So. Yes, we did. And in, in, in northern Kentucky, there's three or four that you can get to between southern Indiana and, and there's one in downtown Cincinnati. Belterra, you know, is halfway mm-hmm. up yep, I-71. Good point. Right there uh, up I-71. by Kentucky Speedway. Yep, that's exactly right. Let's just... I guess my question is for the, you know, the the Family Foundation and powerful conservative lobbies in Frankfurt, are we going to are we going to stand by and just say, okay, we're going to let them call that historical racing? See, that's my point Who of being hypocrites. It's just like me. Be consistent. That's if right. you're against it, be against it the entire time. This made me laugh. A missing man in Turkey, the country Accidentally joined, <laughs> not the turkey aisle at the store. <laughs> a missing man in Turkey accidentally joined his own search party and looked for himself for hours before he realized he was the target of the rescue mission. 
was there an episode of Andy Griffith or something like that <laughs> where they're going around looking for somebody and they're and it's like they were right there in the with them all the, the whole time? I'm sorry, I just went to the Friends episode where Joey's head is in the turkey. Oh, so. okay, gotcha. Fifty <laughs> year old uh, Behan Mutlu from a rural region of Turkey was out drinking with his friends when he wandered off into a nearby... I think they'd been to a historic gaming parlor is what they'd been out doing. A casino. Uh, and uh, didn't return. So they were worried about him, and his friends alerted authorities who set up a search and rescue mission to find him. And so big search party ensues. When news of the missing man got out, efforts to find him intensified to nearby neighborhoods, a large group of volunteers. They joined in on the mission. Search party was calling out Mutlu's name for hours when suddenly a guy from within the group spoke up and said, Who are you looking for? I'm right here. I've been I'm wondering, is that, name, is that name like John here in America where it's just a very uh, yeah, common uh, name maybe. and you just thought, well, it could be any John. You know, old man Mootloo's boy. Everybody knows him. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Rough night rough night on the road for the Cougars last night at Harnett. We'll tell you about that. Also, look back on the weekend Cougar Sports, WKU, UFL, UK, all in action this weekend. We'll tell you about it. Coming up here on In the Note. Today is the first day of October, as you know. Actually means the eighth month, but it's been the tenth month since New Year's Day was moved from uh, March to January. It's homemade cookies day today. What's the best kind of homemade cookies? Oh, chocolate chip. You think so? My mother makes wonderful chocolate chip. My, my grandma. I yeah. agree with homemade chocolate chip. Yeah. yeah. I think you can't you can't beat that. Can I, I don't really classic. like cookies, but no, no bakes. No oh yeah, no. I think that's like in that. its in its own. Mm, it's its own thing. Yeah, because it's not. Well, I'm I guess not, it's it's. You know, I'm not so sure that I don't prefer sugar cookies. Yeah, I'm I'm totally out on the sugar cookies. I mean, I'm I if you give me one, I'm okay with it, but it's not my. You're gonna eat it. Yeah, no. sugar. Cookie. I mean, I'll take a sugar cookie over oatmeal raisin every single day that ends in. This why. is absolutely <laughs> true. That there's but, no, there's no doubt. Uh, but I like snickerdoodle. Is that um. A sugar cookie. If you come at me with a sugar cookie, this is an indication to me that we need to go to the store or that you didn't have <laughs> ample provisions. They're very simple. They're mm-hmm. very they're very plain. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying, oh, throw some sprinkles. So on So we're there. keeping it simple, huh? Well, that's a sugar cookie with sprinkles then. But a, a straight oh sugar cookie like here you go. Like, all right, well, all right, so we're doing so we're basically running your basic eye offense is what we're doing. You got fullback, tailback, and you're just gonna keep it real simple is what we're doing with the sugar cookie. When you start to work in like the chocolate chip macadamia nut, then that's kinda like the wing tea offense. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna do some fancy stuff mm-hmm. in our formations here. It's not so hard to throw chocolate chips in into a cookie batter. Absolutely not. But what you're telling me, though, is you don't possess the chocolate chips. Because if you've got chocolate chips and you have the option to use them, do. Well, right. and I always would because of you and my children. Don't don't leave the chocolate chips over here on the shelves going, you're not invited to the party. We're going for cookies without chocolate chips today. 
That's just when, wrong. When it comes to my preference, I think I would go with sugar cookies. Okay. Well, lucky for you, they they exist. Um, <laughs> don't. But also, don't sleep on the peanut butter crisscross cookies. I'm pretty good at the peanut butter crisscross cookies. So I've heard that. Uh, it's also less than perfect day today, so fitting right in. And Winning. tomorrow is World Farm Animal Day. <gasps> tomorrow, so got gotta have them. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday is Techies Day as well. So that's Wow, we are we are winning. Winning. All right, Sam. How much time do you want to spend on the football game from last night? Well, Bengals played really good. <laughs> All um, right, the one before they... you watched that one. Yeah. Cougars on the road last night to Breckenridge County to face the, I refuse to call them the Fighting Tigers, the uh, Tigers of uh, Breckenridge County at Harned. And uh, I will, in all seriousness, before we, you know, before any snark comes out, it there was a really nice moment before the game last night. Kind of explain, explain the scene there, Sam. So I wish that we weren't in, because Breck County, well, I can start off beforehand. They had senior night. What they did is they stopped the clock at senior night at 19 minutes. And I always, to kind of go behind the scenes, I always base my pregame show off of that clock. Right. So it's kind of like I have marks that I want to hit when the clock says that. When the clock says that, I want to be at this point. So they had it at 19 minutes. So we kind of changed up our pregame show a little bit, and we were in our interview. And then all of a sudden, they jumped ahead 15 minutes and immediately put five minutes on the clock, which for if you're running a broadcast, completely complete nightmare. Not coverage-friendly is what you're <laughs> Exactly. Saying. Yeah. During that period, we missed what had happened, but um, the t- two teams both came together and surrounded the 50-yard line for a prayer circle for, uh, to honor the life of Cougar senior running back Chandler McCready's father, who passed away last week after a battle with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And it was powerful. It was a powerful moment as this was something, I think, set up by Breck County. And it just shows uh, things are bigger than the game of football. And Coach Jones has been talking about this. This Grayson County team... Has been through a lot. Um, I mean, we just talked. They had one game, played really well, you know, against your former coach, you know, riding high, and then immediately get shut down because of COVID-19. Then you have a really good game against McLean County, and you find out your starting quarterback could be out for the season. You don't know. Your best defensive lineman out for the season. That's a shot. Then you had here where, you know, you're starting running back Chandler McCready, who if you've followed Cougar Sports, it's a name that you know. Really good kid. Father passes away because of COVID. And which, most by of the these... way, I had no idea about until I saw our coverage of it last night, which is, I mean, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying they've been going through a lot. I had no idea they were going through that as well. And and Coach Jones has talked about this a lot over the past couple of weeks. Is just, and you even mentioned it, I think it was after the Butler County game, where he pretty much said, listen, football's one thing, but life is a lot more important kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, he said that 20, 2021 has been something, I think, was his line last night. I was busy on other projects. I was completely shocked to tune in near the beginning of the fourth quarter and see the score 15-12, Cougars at a deficit. and um, Or was it? No, it was 15-6 when I tuned in, and the Cougars were at a deficit. And I thought, this is not what I was expecting at all. What brought us to that point? So, last night. Last night kind of reminds me of the opposite of what the week prior was. Grayson County against Muhlenberg County had less than 200 yards of total offense and scored 50 points. Kind of weird. Where last night they were moving the ball pretty much at will against Breckenridge County 
but just weren't getting, you know, they were losing the ball on fourth down. They had a weird sequence at the end of the first half where they had the ball first down and goal at the four-yard line with 19 seconds. They ran a play and then just kind of ran into the end. It was weird. Mm-hmm. So they just had a lot of missed opportunities. And then they scored a touchdown early in that fourth quarter to make it 15-12. to 12. Breck County ended. They tried an onside kick. Breck County drove all the way down to the seven-yard line, and it was fourth down and three. They decided to go forward, attempted a pass in the end zone. It was incomplete. So Grayson kind of got the ball back. And I know you were watching. I'm going off of memory with about two and a half minutes, give or take, to go. Grayson County drives the length of the field, and what Coach Jones said was the result didn't turn out their way, but if you, you really couldn't draw it up much better. The yeah. way that they drew, drove down the field in the two-minute offense, and it was fourth down and goal from the seven-yard line. It was a field goal to send it into Grayson County's first overtime game, I think, since 2003. I've had that stat ready because wow. I've never seen an overtime game, and it was a high snap. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a high snap. So uh, we had the end zone shot at that time, but you could tell from the end zone cam that it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was dead in the water. You know, right there on the fumble, you you could tell the scramble when the when the uh, when the snap came out high, and you just knew right then, like, well, that's going to be that. Um, Kaylor Kaylor Decker yeah. last night though playing, he he had one practice. One practice after coming back and after missing the past two, really two and a half games, 15 to 21, 161 yards, a touchdown while also rushing for 113 yards. In the last couple of drives he was in, he had to get creative with his feet, you know, to and be able to get, really into, good job get into some spots there. Yeah, and I thought so too. I was able to watch, you know, to watch it. Um, I kind of had my attention split at the moment, was able to, to see what was going on. I, I do want to say I was watching without sound. Um, this period of usually time. Usually, how I so recommend people my, watch my it. apologies, Sam. Uh, I I knew I have access to it, and um, anytime I want, and go back and listen. But um, so I was I was um, having a visual experience. Now I don't know who the clock operator is Breck, at Breckenridge County High School. It could be my mom. Now I know it, it's not, but it, I don't it, know. It who, wasn't. I can tell you that I don't know who it is. So I'm just telling you, it could be my best friend in the world. But I'm still going to say this anyway. Awful job. I don't think it changed the outcome of the game, but if you're watching the officials, right, and you're watching the plays and you're watching the clock, right, there's lots of extra milking of the clock at inopportune times if you are a fan of the Cougars. Now, again, don't know who it is. Maybe the best person in the world. But in that particular instance... Yeah, it had no impact on the game. There were some short. Well, when you're doing clock management, now you might have gotten. They had plenty of time to get off the last play, but my point is, is that if you change that up, they might do something differently. If you cumulatively add four and five seconds, you might have time for one more different type of play at the end because they were out of timeouts and having to get out of bounds. You know, so really, all they have to do is def- they don't have to defend the middle of the field because you've got it. So that's what I'm saying. They're uninten- they're unseen and unintended ways that those shortcomings manifest themselves. And but and it, I guess in a lot of ways, that's the one thing you get when you play at home. I guess I will also say, two years ago, Breckenridge County really thought they had the ball game won over there. Yeah, Grayson won 24-12. But do you remember there was a, like, things got chippy and there was there were some tensions in the game over there two I years see, I'm ago. I'm trying to remember. I, that, I can barely remember what I yeah, ate for lunch yeah, yesterday. If you go back alone. to that, I just remember, <laughs> last night after the game, I just thought, 
they've been smarting for this for a while. Yeah, like Breckenridge County thought that was the year that they had Grayson County's number. Grayson is as smacked them the last time. That's two yeah. times they came. They've come to Litchfield. They beat them thirty-seven to nothing in twenty eighteen here, where Breck didn't pick up a first down in the entire game, and then last year Grayson beat them again twenty-seven zero. Yeah, and and I mean last night, you know what, uh, Grayson. Didn't capitalize, but a lot of credit does go to Breck. They had a great game plan, and they were without their best player on offense and still found a way to one, win the game. And I'm surprised they moved the ball as well as yeah, they did. Yeah, they did, yes, and, and they Kyron Watkins, he did. made a really good throw to score their first touchdown of the game. So Cougars probably off next week, most I, likely. I would guarantee it. Yeah, I so. think, as Coach Jones said in his postgame interview, his kids need a break. Probably need a little bit of a break. But they've been trying to, to make up for the game. They got COVID canceled, which would have been Correct. week two. But uh, those are getting harder to find last minute because people aren't in similar situations. And other head coaches around the state aren't really interested in pulling the rug out from underneath parents who might have plans for next week and going, oh, you all have to stay home because we've suddenly decided to play Grayson County. So that's a tough sell as well. So it looks like Ohio County in two weeks. Two weeks from tonight will be the next matchup. But uh, other fall sports uh, in action, you've had a couple of volleyball outings uh, over the over the last week or so, right? We had a volleyball game on Monday that Grayson County beat Edmondson County 3-1. to one. It's a really good game. Always good to beat Edmondson County, right, Christy? Um. <laughs> really? I was nah. trying to be over here. He's neutral. Uh, going to be Switzerland. Grayson County, the volleyball team, 2-1 and one this week. They beat Butler County last week, which, okay, you can agree with this. It's always good to beat Butler County, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, they head to Frankfurt this weekend. They're playing in the Capital City Classic. I saw a good the name. Uh, golf season has golf season come to an end. Absolutely, or, they are sending yeah. two uh, people to the district tur- or the state tournament yeah, next week. Jackson state. Mays and Landon Skies, who's a freshman and a sophomore. Headed to the state wow. tournament. They finished third and fourth, respectively, in the region. And I misspoke. It seemed like the girls' the girls' golf season came to an end. Correct. The they did. They yeah. finished fourth in the region, though, overall, which is really good. And I know they had one player who was out of the regional tournament due to an injury. Mm-hmm. And But a really impressive season for them. I know Coach Embry was, was very happy with, with how that team came together. Cross country? Uh, cross country. They uh, were in Bourbon County last week. And I know they're getting closer and closer to joining the region. I know I was talking with Coach Miller a couple of weeks ago. He said that there's kind of some discussion on where it's going to be. But the district soccer tournaments are next week as the boys' soccer team plays Butler at Mead at 7 o'clock on Monday. And the girls' soccer team hosts Breck at 6.30 on Monday. All right. Very good. Been a busy week or so. It has been. Have a little bit of a break next week and then uh, and then back at it. Next thing you know, we'll be talking about basketball off on the – in the on the horizon there could uh, be a girls basketball coach being named very soon too oh yeah i forgot we didn't have one of those at no. least uh, officially Since practice so. starts here in two weeks that'd be nice it's always good to have a coach um christy is that you i mean they may they pass, <laughs> no they really passed her over on the soccer job they probably make it oh they passed her, her over the for the basketball job yeah that's, that's what, what it they is they, give her the soccer, they wouldn't give her the soccer job so they're gonna give her the girls oh, basketball dear. job i know somebody who could be your assistant she was a basketball manager by the way. Oh, so, really? I mean, that, that's all the experience you need, right? You were a basketball manager. I'm that telling is the truth. true. So there you go. Uh, Michigan State off to the best start in six years. They'll host the Toppers tomorrow in East Lansing. What do you think? Either, I, I, either, either, East, either Michigan State is good or the Big Ten's terrible. Take your pick. Uh, well, I was supposed to be at this game. Yeah. I was supposed to go and, and watch the Toppers, but I have other obligations with center on Saturday. But 
Give me the give me the top. The tops have been playing really well. They just haven't been able to get over that edge. Yeah, I mean they hosted Indiana, so that's my thing. They were uh-huh. competitive with Indiana, but if the Spartans are after the best start in six years, you would think they're having a better season. But again, it, it just looks like stink. right now that uh, WKU's defense couldn't stop us three if we went out there on offense. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, and, and that's, well, no, that's, that's trying that's, to score more points. Uh huh. And I don't know that they'll be able to do that. Uh, the U of L Cardinals on the road at Wake Forest. Uh, Louisville has won five of seven since joining the ACC, but Wake Forest ranked at 24. I I, I admit it. I've been surprised with how Louisville, after watching them in the first game, it didn't look like they were going to win three games this year. They've gotten better. They're getting better. But then again, I think you mentioned that the big, you don't think the Big Ten's that great. (laughs) The ACC, whoo. Yeah. Man, they're there. They're not good. All right, the game you will be at tomorrow evening will be at uh, Commonwealth Stadium, Kroger Field, and the Gators come to town, the number 10, Florida Gators. Uh, I will say this. You don't have to play perfectly, but you can't play poorly. If you cannot take care of the football and eliminate the turnovers, you will not defeat Florida. You don't have to have a perfect game, but you got to have close, yes? Oh, yeah, there, there's, there's no doubt. Um, I mean, listen, they haven't beaten Florida in Lexington since how old were you? I mean, you... Was it 83? Yeah, I think you were... 83, so I was 12. I had already turned 12. So you were in middle school. Yes, I was. It it just kind of says that, I mean, that shows how perfect you're going to have to play to pick up a win. They had them beat. Uh, Multiple times. The year before, yeah, the year before they won down there, had them beaten a boneheaded couple of boneheaded. And two years ago, happened. they had a they dominated them in the first half, and then mm-hmm. Sawyer Smith got hurt. Yep. Uh, so Sam is in the second row in the end zone. No, right? no, 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 no. I've, I've, you I've were going to be. Okay, yeah, but then you, I remember that if Kentucky it. wins, that that means that I, I'd, I'd have to to storm the field, and I'm not sure that I want to get trampled. All right, bring part of the goalpost home if you don't <laughs> mind. Yeah, we don't storm. Are we no, storming if we beat them at home? I don't know. We already beat them down there, right? I don't that's, know. The streak's it's a broken. Ten, it's a let's top go, ten team. Let's act like we've been there. Yeah, you beat a top ten team, that'd be all right. So, I mean, we beat LSU. We stormed the field like at home. So, it's, I mean, same same kind of difference, I guess. Let's get to a break. We'll come back at the water cooler question. We got uh, plenty more on the way before the show wraps up today. Hang around here on In the Dome. Technically, a female dude is known as a dudine. A lot of people say, hey, dudes and dudettes. Mm-hmm. They're not dudettes. They're dudines. Nah. Dudes. No. Dudes dudettes. and dudines. Yeah, it's always going to be dudettes. Hey, dudine. No. That doesn't sound right, does no. it? It mm-hmm. just doesn't It doesn't flow. Uh, is it okay just to call men and women both dudes? Just say, hey, dude. Hey, dude. It's not something that I... That, uh, dude I really is not don't. really in my... Vocabulary, yeah. So it's not like it's. And well, I really don't want to get into all that. What was the baby's name on um, on Full House? Michelle. Michelle used the word "dude" a lot. She used mm-hmm. it uh, non distinctly. She used it for everyone she encountered. Yeah. Now hey, those dude. Were, hey, dude. Mm-hmm. Those are the you know those were the uh, Olsen twins there. But they both equally used the word. 
dude for anyone they encounter. Here's the water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You're going to text the answer today to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. We got uh, Holiday World's Halloween weekends through the uh, 31st that are available and you can be there. If you can answer today's question, according to a survey, one in six of us have done this while working at home. According to a survey, one in six of us have done this while working at home. 270-259-6000. While you all think about that, I'm going to tell you, at the movie theater this weekend, Venom, Let There Be Carnage... No, thanks. The Adams Family 2. Nah, all right. And I'm interested in The Many Saints of Newark. This is the prequel to The Sopranos. James Gandolfini's son is playing a young Anthony Soprano. We get younger versions of all of our favorite Sopranos characters. And I think it's going to be wonderful. Really excited. The Many Saints of Newark. I think it's also on HBO uh, Max. I think you can stream it. David Chase, the creator of Sopranos, doesn't like that, but uh, it is available. All right, the question again. According to a survey, one in six of us have done this while working at home. What is it? I think hmm. all of my answers are more than one in six. Kind of what I'm thinking, but I don't know. I mean... I've never really worked from home consistently to know. Because we now, didn't do it in the pandemic. That's right. The... Would this be something you would do if you worked from home? No. Hmm. I would not. Yeah. Would one of us? I don't. Um, ooh, I don't. So, yes. I'm not sure. I can't say possibly. Hmm. Well, which one is possible? <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm we'll not, know when the answer comes. I'm not saying. Uh, perhaps the biggest news of the day. Uh, I didn't tell you this when I got home last evening because I didn't want to ruin the moment, but I think there's a chance it's already been spoiled. Do you know who is on the Super Bowl Twenty Two halftime show? No. I didn't know until this morning. Dr. Dre. Oh. Kendrick Lamar. All right. Eminem. Oh. No, right. I'm happy about. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. And. No! Judge. Uh. Super Bowl halftime show sponsored by Pepsi. Listen, you cannot have made my day any better. What? I thought you would be happy about that. I was in a meeting yesterday afternoon and I saw an AP notification on my iPad and I glanced down and I saw, I said, I know somebody that's going to be happy. Well, and I'm so news. excited that I didn't have a spoiler <laughs> yeah. like until this morning. <laughs> yeah. Let's run through the, uh, no, 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 that's too obvious, no. I think all no, mine are obvious. No, well. no. Oh, that one has a possibility. Huh, okay. Uh, all right, we'll give a few more minutes just to see if, da, 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 da. do you know the answer, Sam? I think mine are, are like Christie's of saying. They feel easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift is releasing Red, her version. You know, she had that fight with Scooter Braun. She recast. She just decided she was going to go re-record all of her albums so they would be hers. And so she has decided, though, to move up the release date a week early. 
There is some speculation on why she's moving it up a week early, and I love why she may be doing it. She's getting out of the way for Adele Atkins because the rumor is Adele's new album is coming out next week, and Taylor Swift wants to get out ahead of that because she even she knows the world is going to be all about Adele's new album as soon as it – Atkins, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just don't – I'm so conflicted Well, now. when you sent me to pull a picture of her this morning, I almost was like, wait, you want a picture of my mother? <laughs> In your library, you grabbed a picture of the other the other famous Adele. Mm-hmm. Can I just go back to Snoop? I mean, you can. <laughs> you can you can be happy. And then Miley Cyrus is supposedly teaming up with Lorne Michaels for a New Year's Eve special. So now CBS will have one. CNN's going to have one. The infamous Dick Clark Productions hosted by Ryan Seacrest on ABC. And I guess NBC is trying to shoehorn their way into the New Year's Eve landscape. I'll just be watching the one on ABC. Pretty much no matter who hosts it. Seacrest. That's just what I've been doing since New Year's Rock and Eve yeah. was formed. You're going to have to work. And I don't even like ABC. Like, I don't. It's that, during that time of year I watch ABC and I watch like WHAS and I go, well, I don't see this every day. And so, I no thanks. I'm not sure I could tell you the last time I watched it, anyways. The New Year's Rock mm-hmm. and Eve? Well, how do you know when it's New Year's then, Sam? <laughs> I have a great <laughs> clock at home. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you celebrate Eastern or Central time for the arrival? Yeah, you got to celebrate both. All right, water cooler question today. If your phone number ends in 2423, you were the first to know taking a phone call while on the toilet is what one in six of us have done while working from home. Congratulations. (laughs) That's up to you all to fess up whether you would do that or not. But I'm just telling you, I wouldn't. We got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning. You're on in the know. I see you, but you're gone. Telephone a doctor. I'm not okay. I go to the bottom of the bottle to fill this empty heart. MB's point to ponder for today. I'm not a cat person, so I really have to defer to the wisdom of others in order to solve this. Uh, when it came to mind, I thought I am completely ill-equipped to solve this for self. Do cats have nine midlife crises or one in their fifth year? Say that again. Do cats have nine midlife crises or do they just have one midlife crisis in their fifth life? Yeah, I don't know, but I mean... That's that's over my head. Like, do they buy a sports that's... car like, for every one of their... Do they like, get a new catnip toy? Yeah, I mean... they tra- trade in their old catnip toy for a younger catnip toy, like all those things. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing there. <clears throat> you all not, are not much help. I'm, I'm, well, not, I'm I mean, not necessarily I'll... a cat person. So. Well, and I love cats. Not necessarily the one that we have or <laughs> any more that was... Ever be in our home, but everybody else's cats. I like those. I will love all the future cats that we'll have in our home because there won't be any. And that's why I love. We them. are on the same page. <laughs> <Today's>, <laughs> here's the here's the TV Poor schedule Nala. for this weekend. Uh, oh, oh well, Nala never hurt anybody. There are no bad pets. They're bad pet owners. Right? Isn't that the isn't that the adage? Right? It is. Yeah, it is. Yes. Uh, 
on television on CBS, the season five premiere on SWAT. They're moving SWAT from Thursdays to Fridays, I think because MacGyver is out of the equation now. On CBS, the next hour, season four premiere of Magnum P.I., and it's the season premiere of Blue Bloods at 9 o'clock on CBS. Dynasty, the season four finale on the CW. Dennis and Sarah, I want you all to know for your date night tomorrow night, you'll be watching on the Hallmark Channel, Love Strikes Twice. That's the Hallmark movie that the cooks will be enjoying tomorrow evening. Why are you all looking funny at me? What? Did you see that? Oh, what, the light flash? Yes. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times over the past couple of days. Oh, yeah, it did happen one day when uh-huh. you were here. Saturday Night Live, the season 47 premiere tomorrow night. Host Owen Wilson, musical guest Casey Musgraves. Can't wait to see it. Uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, a season 32 premiere on ABC on Sunday night. And then the uh, Walking Dead World Beyond, season 2 premiere on AMC. I don't know what that is, but... Uh, I mean, I kind of know sort of what it is, but I don't know anything about it. You're all, like, go? already walking dead and the world beyond. Yeah, yeah I how mean. do you do that? That's almost like my point to ponder. It doesn't make sense. Oh, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but Sam, you can look it up today when you have a free moment. Have you, the Danish artist who took $84,000, he was commissioned for a piece of art. And he brought this back. They gave him $84,000, and he brought back a uh, black canvas that he had painted. And he said the name of the piece is Take the Money and Run. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story. I thought, oh, that's, that's funny. Brilliant. That's funny. That's brilliant. Well Finally, done. some art that I can do. Yeah, I guess only one person gets by with that, though. You know, uh-huh. now, it's like now, now it's you're done. copying other yep. people's. And that's how I was inspired. I was inspired by his art mm-hmm. to do something. Got to do a part two, right? Mine would be like, you got conned. Somebody right now in town is (laughs) creating that painting right now. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2017, is that uh, tragedy in Las Vegas at at that uh, country music festival. The Mandalay Bay and the shooting and all that stuff. Four years ago already. A lot of people that were there. Um, Michael Waltrip, I was reading recently, was either he was in Las Vegas and supposed to be there during that event. Henry Ford introduced his Model T this date in 1908, and God We Trust began appearing on U.S. paper currency this date in 57. Walt Disney World has reached the 50 Club. Walt Disney World opened 50 years ago today. They really opened October the 1st? Yep. It's kind of interesting. Florida knows no seasons. True, but... Uh, I mean, hurricane season. But the the article that I sent you earlier this week, hon, how many people was it? There there are a handful of people still working there today who were there on opening day. I and don't remember the number. They did a news story on them recently, and I just think it's remarkable. When you go around, you'll see some cast members, and they have different badges. And their mm-hmm. cast member tags, they're a different color. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be gold. <laughs> colored and so it's really it's kind of really kind of a neat thing in 61 roger maris of the yankees hit his 61st home run uh during a 162 game season Uh, i backtracked on that sony began uh, selling its first commercial compact disc player this date in 1982 former president jimmy carter is 97 today i always like to point out he might not in my mind wasn't he certainly wasn't a great president but he's proven to be a great human 
Humanity. Oh, yeah, he's done a lot. And he, he still is. does. Still does when he can. And 97. 97. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Julie Andrews is 86 today. Rod Carew is 76. Randy Quaid is 71. Who is our former president who lived to be the oldest age? Do you know? I, it wouldn't shock me if it's Jimmy Carter. Yeah, no. I mean, it's got to be close, doesn't it? I mean, I would I would think. Maybe somebody will look that up for me. Uh, he's 97, so who's the president who's lived the long to the, to the greatest to age? The oldest age. Randy Quaid is 71 today. Thank you, Cousin Eddie. Mark McGuire is 58. Zach Galifianakis is 52. Wow. Be- Bennett is 37. Brie Larson is 32. It is Jimmy Carter. It is Jimmy Carter. He pa- H.W. is second with... At 94 years. Gotcha. Gerald Ford, third. William Boeing, born in 1881. Vladimir Horowitz in 1903. Walter Matthau in 1920. William Rehnquist, the uh, Supreme Court Justice in 24. Tom Bosley in 27. You either know him as uh, from Happy Days or he sold glad trash bags. Well, actually, he did both at the same time. George Pappard, the colonel on the A-team, was born this day in 1928. Richard Harris. The actor, born in 1930. All right. Just so. reading here, I didn't know that. Did you know that John Adams lived the fifth longest? He was I, almost 91 years old. I did know that. Did not know that. By the way, if you have HBO Max, go watch the John Adams miniseries. Really? Really? Oh, it's absolutely. Paul Giamatti plays uh, John Adams and does a tremendous job. So, I mean, if you like history mm-hmm. or Paul Giamatti. Chart Toppers, this date, 1956. Bill Doggett. And the Honky Tonk, parts one and two. I don't know how you differentiate between parts one and two, but clearly some hot sacks on this one. By the way, Sam, going to tell you an insider secret. Somebody guessed that I was a saxophone player this week. When 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 said, "What instruments can I play?" Mm-hmm. Somebody spotted saxophone. People, they can sometimes guess mine. Do you know what I played? Flutophone. I did not play the flutophone, no. Um, no one can ever guess mine. Trombone. You're right. You're right. Trombone. Hang on, Sloopy. The McCoy's number one in 65. Ohio State fans everywhere. It pains me to admit. It's the first time I have to say my son-in-law is an Ohio State fan. So smile. It it could be a lot worse. It's our only point of contention. (laughs) Would you rather be a Louisville fan or a Duke fan or a Tar Heel? I'm not sure. I still take Kentucky. I think in the end, I still take the state of Kentucky over Ohio. Billy Preston, number one. Nothing from nothing this date in 74. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse than Ohio State. Because it's not like Kentucky and Ohio State play that often. Spoken like someone who grew up in northern Kentucky. I grew up around a lot of Buckeyes. (laughs) That word that Roger Lush taught us, Mm -hmm. we could also change Buckeyes to something similar. Oh, yeah. People use that. Throw an S on the front. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or some people like to throw an F on the front as well. No, thank you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. That's ugly. I really like the song, by the way. Bonnie Tyler in '83. <laughs> in, in high school, I was in calculus class, and we had a. They would always come and do calculus the musical, which was the nerdiest thing in the world. But they had a song that was uh, "Total Calculus of the Heart." 
It's, that listen, is pretty nerdy. Listen, I, I'm nerdy and I love music. Fantastic. But something about that. <laughs> that song, though, the, a lot of them were really cheesy. That one, though, was the best. You mean the cheesiest? Oh, it's it's still on the playlist. All right. We're Patty play Smyther, Don games. Henley was number one in 92 with Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough. Usher, you remind me in 01. Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are in 2010. And two years ago today, Billie Eilish was number one with Bad Guy. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. It's kind of lengthy, so hang on. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help someone else. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know. I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here next time for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.